everybody. Welcome to the Sour Mash Podcast. If you don't know, we are Sour Mash Tours, uh, Louisville's only guided walking bourbon experience. I'm Dylan. I'm Danielle. And I'm Andy. And hopefully you can notice a little bit of difference in the audio quality today. Oh. We have not one, but two USB microphones. We're, we are kitchen. moving up in the world, guys. Here in a couple more months, we're going to have our own studio. Yeah, at this pace, we went from recording on by phone microphone. Literally the, phone microphone. For, for the, the Sour Mash 16. Mm-hmm. Then the first actual episode was on Danielle's laptop microphone. Then we bought this Yeti Snowball, or the Blue Snowball. Yeah. And then we inherited this Blue Yeti from our friend Mark, yeah. who moved to San Francisco and had... Uh, everything must go sale and I think we got it for free along with a swingers DVD some art and some furniture that was not free the furniture, the swingers DVD was the swingers DVD and the microphone was that's also going to go into the studio that's going the into DVD. the studio yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah it's always going to be on loop right just to remind us it's so money <laughs> Well, guys, no, I'm I'm very excited about having this this two microphone system, mostly because I have my own microphone. So if anybody has been enamored with my very loud laughter directly into the mic, you're going to get an extra extra ounce of that today. Love it. It's going to be great. So what are we drinking to, today, Dylan? So today we are drinking Old Forester Rye, a brand new product, a very brand new product. The first time that Old Forester's done a rye, right? Yeah, so uh, Brown Foreman had the Woodford Rye that came out a couple of years ago. And when I first heard that this was coming out, I assumed, like Old Forester and Woodford, uh, have the same mash bill. I thought that the Ryes would have the same mash bill. They do not. Hmm. This Old Forester Rye is a unique blend of grain. It's the first new mash bill that Old Forester has put out in almost 150 years, according to this article I'm looking at from GoBourbon.com. Nice. Um, it's a unique mash bill. I have never seen a rye that has these proportions. Usually you either have like MGP rye, which is 95% rye, 5% malted barley, or the traditional Kentucky rye is just over 50% rye, but still a good chunk of corn in there. This is 65% rye, 20% malted barley, and 15% corn. Huh. How about that? Interesting. Yeah. Wow, so a whole lot more uh, barley in there than you would expect. More barley, and according to Chris Morris, the high proportion of malted barley in this traditional recipe allows for a wholly natural fermentation process, leveraging Old Forester's proprietary yeast strain. The generous percentage of malted barley yields a unique floral character, producing a remarkably balanced dry, which I agree with. There we go. I also agree. So as everyone knows, I'm not usually the biggest proponent of rye's. But um, this one has a has a really good balance between kind of a, a, a sweetness that you get out of a, out of a bourbon, but it also has a lot of really good spicy notes to it. And it's a hundred proof, so it's not lacking for strength. Um, and it's really just kind of uh, all about what Old Forester's doing right now. They're actually pretty impressive, uh, you know, with the Whiskey Row series and everything right. that they're putting out. It seems like every month they have a new product that's coming out, and so far none of them have been disappointing. Yeah, all quality. What do you think about this ride, Danielle? Well, I'm not a, I'm not a ride person either, like Dylan said, and I like this, but I'm, I don't know, I'm not... You're not enamored with it? I'm not enamored with it. I'm enamored with it. I'm, I think that's great, and I'm not, not to poo-poo the old Forester rye, I'm just not like a rye gal. Not a rye gal. Not a rye gal. <laughs> what I like about this and what I like about what Old Forester's got going right now is they're putting out these 
innovative new products and it's not like they're immediately on allocation uh they're designed they, they i guess they ramp up their production in a manner when they release it it's going to be readily available and there were mm. some shortages uh on the 1910 it looks like they've actually resolved those earlier than we thought and this is going to be a regularly available product at a retail price between 20 and 30 bucks that's so pretty nuts. I respect that. that. It's nuts that this is going to be like a pretty cheap product. Yeah. You know, not cheap, but like affordable for you to be able to just go out and grab whenever you want. I, I really appreciate that because mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of the bourbons these days that come out, like suddenly poof, they're gone. You mm-hmm. can't get your hands on them. They're not available. And that's why I appreciate a lot of the Brown Foreman products are available in stores. Old Forester. I mean, you know, of course we love the 1920, the 1910. This one's, you just know. Just the Old Forester signature. Yeah. Just the, well, the standard, yeah. the go-to. The OG. I, I've got a declaration to make. Oh. Let's hear it. When people ask what my favorite distillery is, it's usually, I, I say Buffalo Trace. And I, I don't want to talk bad about Buffalo Trace. Obviously, they make some amazing products. But all their stuff is just so hard to find. Uh, whether that's just the market's demand. Some people accuse them of constricting their supply some to uh, gin up a uh, feeling of scarcity. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is. I can't get the high-end Buffalo Trace stuff. Old Forester, I can get it. It's Louisville's hometown bourbon. Uh, that's how it's been marketed. It works on me, the marketing. I'm a sucker <laughs> for it. Old Forester slash Brown Foreman is my favorite distillery. Oh, wow. I said it. Bold that's declaration. Okay. Wow. How but about this, that? But a little bit more about this before we move on. Um, I don't know what you guys' opinion is, but to me, it doesn't nose like a rye. No, not at all got a, a lot of sweetness to it on the mm-hmm. nose and you definitely get the rye spice on the palate but like you said before Dylan I think it's very well balanced you can actually get some like even though there's a really small percentage of corn I mean for the most part you're not used to having a lot of corn in a rye so to actually get some of that sweetness is pretty cool I agree and we've gotten some hate mail for the podcast that says Uh-oh. that I, I I'm always too nice to all the bourbons like last time we <laughs> drank King of Kentucky which or, sorry, the cream, cream of, Kentucky, of Kentucky, which is a divisive product that some people really don't like. And I, I, I heaped a lot of praise on it because I do like it. Um, and just for all the haters out there that have been writing these countless emails, just flooding our inbox saying that Andy just, uh, <laughs> just talks good. And doesn't Andy's hurt. a bourbon patsy. Andy won't, quit, won't criticize any of these products. I only bring products on the podcast that I like. And that's why you never hear me criticize any of these bourbons. Why would I really we... like how you like dug deep into that backstory there you well, like you I, made that sound like you're being persecuted man yeah you did well i i, I open up my sour mash mailbox every day and people are like you don't i can't believe you like the cream in kentucky um don't you ever like don't you ever not like bourbons it, it's being overwhelming so i wanted to air this over the podcast for all of our wow. listeners yeah. wow so if, if you're one of the listeners doing that stop it yeah. You stop it. Stop the hate Stop me. it. We come here from a place don't, of love. Don't hate me because I like things. Don't hate him because you ain't him. Mm. Uh-uh. <laughs> but seriously, though, I don't think that's happening. But if it is, don't do it. It's not happening. Cyberbullying. you guys know? <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> I know this isn't happening. Andy does this a lot. So what we're hoping out of this, now that we're heaping a lot of praise on Old Forester, that we get, that we get one on one email, one from someone. <laughs> you guys, somebody, you somebody to needs podcast. to email Andy at sourmashtours.com and give him some sort of feedback. Okay, yeah. positive or negative. Positive or negative. We'll He's, read it on the next. We'll cast. read it on the next podcast. We're looking for introduce a mailbag segment. 
There we go. Make them good. Okay. (laughs) I love it. So Danielle and I actually gifted a bottle of this Old Forester Rye to Dylan. Yes. Because his birthday was this weekend. Absolutely. It was on Monday. Yeah. Sunday. 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 Super Bowl Sunday was my birthday. 31 years. 31 spins across the sun for Dylan. Thank you. Thank you. So for (laughs) Dylan's birthday, he invited us out. Um, We went to Oscars, which is uh, an old faithful for Dylan. It's a wonderful slider bar in Camp Taylor. We waited around for Dylan for about 45 (laughs) minutes. Sometimes Sorry, you, I'm late. I was in the hot tub. Sometimes you hang out in a hot tub and you lose track of time, guys. True. No, no, no. Right? no. Totally. I get it. It was your birthday. Yeah. But after we ate, we went to Derby City Gaming. Yes. Which is so a, Derby whole City new, Gaming trip a whole new world. It was my second trip there. It is a, uh, they call it a historical racing or historical gaming historical site. Historical racing, right? Yeah. Historical racing gaming establishment. It is, it honestly, like... The whole concept is, it blows me away. Yeah. It really does. Like, so I, we walk into this place and immediately I'm like, this smells like a casino. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you've been to a casino enough, you know that casino smell. It's like it's been sprayed everywhere. I felt mm-hmm. like I was in Vegas. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And you just hear like, it's the noises yeah. and the sound, like right. and the, the lights and everything right. else. Like you were literally walking into a casino floor. It was amazing. And so, so, so Kate and I, have, we've been there once. Uh, with our friends uh, Bowie and Kara, who that's this is their inaugural shout out on the on the cast. Oh so. yeah, they were with us. They were well. with us. Should um, I refer to him in person as Bowie, or I've been calling him Mike. Lately. You've been calling Mike out in public. Yeah, should I, I mean call him Bowie. I mean he is Mike, but yeah, I feel like it's you know this is maybe something you should ask him the next time you see him. We maybe shouldn't discuss it on the podcast. Hello. Well, maybe if he listens, he can he can shoot me a text. <laughs> this All is right, my pr- so or, actually we email, email Andy um, at sourmashtours.com. <laughs> Bowie, please email Andy at sourmashtours.com and and let's settle this once and for all. Yep. But anyway, we'll read it on the next cast. Yeah, for our first mailbag segment. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, so, any comments or suggestions or thoughts. Email them yeah. to Andy. So any, so anyway, Derby City Gaming is unique because gambling is illegal in Kentucky. And so the way that they get around this slot parlor that they have is that they say that these aren't slot machines. They are historical racing machines. So they take the odds of a race that's happened in the past. You don't know what the race is or anything like that. And you bet against the odds. Now, you would think that this would be a really complicated situation, that you'd have to figure this out and be smarter than this thing. No, you you press a button and something spins, and they know. tell you if you won or lost, and it's a slot parlor. Yeah, it's a <laughs> slot machine. And when I first heard the idea, I, I pictured, like you probably did too, like you stepped up, and I looked, and I was like, oh, we're at... Um, Thistle Downs. It's November sixteenth, nineteen ninety six. This is race six. I need to pick the order of the finish here. Yeah. Um, not the case. Not the case at all. You go up and you spin a slot machine, but there's a deep, deeper level than that. There is. Yeah. You, you can push a separate button, and it'll tell you which races the previous spin was based on, and it's just ten ten races. It'll show you the date, the track, and the the race number, and the order of finish and the horses. So whatever that is determines the results of your spin. Mm-hmm. Additionally, <laughs> on the screen up top that shows you, you know, what slot machine it is, it'll say like Wizard Stone or you know, <laughs> Kitty Glitter, Rise Kitty of the Zombies. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah, right. Um, very faintly, you'll see ten squares 
with little cartoon horses running, running toward a finish line. Which is ac- the actual result which of this race. Which is the results yeah. of the 10 races. Which I never noticed until Andy pointed it out to me on Saturday. I was just fascinated <laughs> by this place. You know, I donated however much money. I don't like playing slot machines that you guys much. Were, you guys were out in like... Ten minutes. You guys oh, went for broke. Less. I don't know if you know this about me, Dylan, but I like to gamble. <laughs> and if I'm going to sit at a slot machine and put fifty bucks in or whatever, I'm just going to play it until I either win a bunch of money or until I lose everything. Yeah, everything. we, we yep. gave ourselves like we're like, this is how much cash we're getting out, no more. And I followed Andy's lead, which was a mistake. <laughs> and I sat by him at at the at you could the have slot gotten machine. up whenever no, you no, wanted. No, abs- absolutely, I could have. But I'm saying that I followed your lead and I didn't get up. Yeah, and and next thing you know, I've got five cents left. Gone, gone, all yeah. gone. But then, go ahead. There's nothing like less satisfying than when you get down to that bet where you don't have enough to, <laughs> to spin it you've one got, more time. You've got thirty-five <laughs> cents, and you're like, okay, well, th- this to, isn't gonna work. You have to cash out a stupid then, machine with a slip of paper that says you have five cents. Yeah. So <laughs> then, then the whole time I'm thinking like fifty dollars. <laughs> I just lost that in like ten minutes. Like, what could I have spent that money? I could spend that money on so much other stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's different when you win. Oh I mean, yeah, obviously. Uh, yeah, we you lost. You spend it on entertainment, watching uh, fake horses race across the well, screen. Well, I feel like yeah, I feel like I spent the fifty dollars on like the my. I, I was just blown away by like I was just enamored with the entire thing. It was mm-hmm. insane. First of all, that we have this, and you should go check out Derby City Gaming. Um, they have like little Wagners in there. So yep. like a miniature Wagner's pharmacy, which is very cool and very local. Mm-hmm. Um, they had a live band. They had a live band. Yeah, the playing people some watching covers. is incredible. Oh yeah. It was amazing. <laughs> and Andy's telling me to move away from the mic, but this he told me that one. I needed to kind of be in the mic. So I'm, you know. You're taking it to a new level. I'm sorry. <laughs> Getting I'm just, into it. I want to make sure you guys hear me, but. Um, yeah, the people watching is amazing. Yeah. Truly amazing. So I, I think it was worth it. On the way out, we realized that there is indeed a very small room, like about half the size of this kitchen, that has horse racing. And if you have a Twin Spires account, you can put your card in there and you can bet races. That I, did, I didn't in, notice in that. In that room, yeah. Um, so there is a simulcast going on. But Danielle, well, you did mention, so we lost, you lost $50, mm-hmm. I lost $50. But the next day, this is how gambling works. Mm. The ebbs and the flows. Ah. We went to the Super Bowl party, and we won two squares. You won the prop competition there. I did. And we also won the soup competition. Dang, you guys just, you swept. It was a day. It It was a day. So, I I mean, I I was just saying the day before, the same day that I lost this money at at Derby City Gaming, that Andy runs a prop palooza every year for the Super Bowl, Mm -hmm. which is my kind of... Of betting because it's like you know gambling on like what color Adam Levine's top is gonna be right. So flesh as it turned out. <laughs> did, did, as it bl- turned out, it was did other tattoo. Did other color. win because of the tank top or the jacket? Count? The jacket when he came black. out counted. Okay, yeah. black, black, yeah, was, black. So okay. that was one of like seven that I got right. Like, oh, I got I'm terrible. I got five. Oh, I was okay. I was okay. awful. I got so, thirteen. <laughs> I was almost there. Yeah. So anyway, I've never won this in all the years that I've been doing it. I'm terrible with these competitions, but I filled one out at a party we were at, our friend Marty and Christina's, and like very quickly just, you know, boop, 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 through yeah. all the squares. Crushed it. <laughs> I got almost all of them right. I won 40 bucks. No big deal, guys. And then Andy, well, we didn't win the soup competition. Andy made the soup. He, and I'll give you credit here because I didn't do any of it. I just did the taste testing. <laughs> he made tomato soup and grilled cheese bites, which, you know, 
grilled cheese and you can't can't wrong. lose. It was right. kind of cheating, I think. Yeah, I kind because of, yeah. of the gr- because you had an the accoutrement. Soup. Yeah, well, we I did I, a really good. One. I told people to only judge me based on the, the merits soup. of the soup itself. Yeah. I don't know if they listened. No, if but the soup delicious. itself was really good. It, this was not like canned Campbell's tomato soup. Mm-hmm. This was, um, you know, I made a, a base of um, butter and onions, and then canned tomatoes, juice, sugar, some chicken. Don't give away the look. You're giving some away some sherry. Chicken. We had some sherry. Oh in man, yeah, it was. All right, like, Top Chef. And then I pureed it with a <laughs> with a immersion blender. It was really good stuff. That yeah, so awesome. I want a little bit of money the next day. Tomato soup. We got a, a kitchen towel over there, and we got a wooden spoon. Oh, that's for, fantastic! For it was great. That's awesome. That's yeah, a good Sunday. I guess it made up for it. We, yeah. So, so Kate and I, so we decided that we wanted to do like a little Super Bowl thing too. But before that, we did a little. We did a little shopping. Oh yeah. So yeah. So my my birthday gift from Kate was I got to go out and uh, buy help her buy bras. So we went bra shopping. Oh, just what you've always wanted. That's what I wanted to do. So that was fun. Um, she she ridiculed me because I was um, I was roped in by one of those kiosk people. Oh, <laughs> yeah. was it the Mediterranean uh, scrubs? Uh, no, it was the shoe. Is the shoe shine people? Oh. Shoe shine kids. You can't make eye contact. You have to ignore. Where do they have shoe shine kids? So in St. Matthew's, there's like a it's like a thing. It's like a, it's these products that you do for like cleaning your shoes, and then you like shine them up. And so I it, I was just feeling a little. A little frisky. It was my birthday, yeah. and I bought I bought some. Nice. I thought you <laughs> so meant like it was a kiosk where you went and they like shined your shoes, like at the airport. So he did. He okay. did like so he did shine my shoes, and he sh- I was he had tennis shoes you, on. Right? So he straight up was like scrubbing, and like he's like, look how nice your shoes look. I'm like, they do look nice, and I need to shine my shoes every now and again because I'm a professional and I don't like having scuffed up, you know, right. scuffed up dress shoes. So Kate literally sent me a text and was like. Do you want me to call you so you have an excuse to leave? And I was like, no, I'm actually going to buy something from this kid. She's like, yeah. wow, okay. So I was feeling good. There you so go. So we did that. We went and got a, uh, a slice of cheesecake at the Cheesecake Factory. Oh, bless. And then we went to World Market and bought a coffee table. Oh. Ah. So I had the most adult you day nice returning 31, which is fantastic. And then we had some friends over. I, I uh, grilled some ribs. That and, sounds great. Uh, yeah, we had a blast. That's good. And then the next day, you continued the birthday festivities by seeing your favorite musical artist at the Yum Center. I'm, I most definitely did, actually. So that so my birthday ended officially on Sunday at midnight. Went into Kate's. So Kate's is on the nineteenth. So now we're now we're in the uh, Kate's. Kate's is on the nineteenth too. It's a great. I think we knew this. I think we might have talked about it yeah. before. It's a good day. Sometimes no, it falls on President's Day. Ah. I didn't think about that. Great. Good day off. <laughs> yeah. But no, so so we went to, last night we went to go see uh, the one and only Cher, uh, which I was very skeptical about. I was just doing out of just pure, you know, good good husbandly duties or right. spouse spousely duties. Um, went out with a couple of friends and, and Kate's mom went with us too. And I will tell you, Cher puts on one hell of a show. One hell of it. She's seventy-two years amazing. young. Yeah. She's still rocking like the turn back time, like oh, yeah. black leotard with the thong and Let's the go. and the fret and the fishnets. This lady is seventy-two. Absolutely, she looked amazing. Oh yeah, I saw pictures. Killing it. Yeah. She's got like a big wig on. Like they had like some Cirque du Soleil people like spinning around. That. Yeah. Is yeah. it is it safe to say that at this point like Cher has like 
I, I don't think of her as a musical performer anymore. I think of her as just like an all-around celebrity. She's been in movies. Mm-hmm. She had a great part in uh, Stuck on You, which yeah. is one of my favorites. <laughs> I've, I've See, so Kate knows all these movies, and I, she was like, this is from Stuck on You. I'm like, I, because they play like a bunch of her clips and I stuff like that. I don't think they played a song from Stuck on You. No, they showed a clip oh, of the movie. Gotcha. And I'm like, I've never seen any of these You've things. You've never seen it with Greg Kinnear and Matt Damon? They're no. stuck together, and they're, it song, is actually they're joined funny. at the hill. Oh, my God. No. <laughs> and Greg Kinnear is like an actor, and Matt Damon's like a huge introvert, and he gets he, a part yeah. on a, a a sitcom that stars Cher called Honey and the Bees, oh. and uh, he's the bees, <laughs> and Cher is like a detective. <laughs> no, it's a Farley brother. It's, it's pretty funny. Okay, it is actually no, pretty. Funny. I've never seen it, but no, she's she's just all around entertainer. But I can't think of so obviously like the Sonny and Cher, like mm-hmm. uh, I got you, babe. They did that. They I watched she... Groundhog Day, of course, yep. on Groundhog Day. So that's she sang. She sang I got you, babe, with Sonny. Okay, and then turn back time. Yeah, believe. Yeah, believe. Believe is what closed that's when it out. It stops. I don't think I know any more Cher songs. That's it. Pre- that's pretty much it. So she 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 doesn't do a lot of like new stuff from there. Right now, her new thing is that she's doing some uh, ABBA songs. Is it mm. ABBA? Yeah, it's ABBA. I've always said ABBA. It's ABBA. It's ABBA? Yeah, it's ABBA. Hold on. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Because they're Swedish or whatever. <laughs> okay. Wow. Well, today I learned. Yeah. I that's what not, I've learned. Because I've, I've been corrected. Because ABBA is like, that's Kate's shit. Okay. So oh, she knows. Okay. So like, you've never seen a, a woman and her mother dance so intensely as... as Kate Brown and Lisa Brown, Miles. That's actually. Did you guys know that 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 was that was Lisa's legal name, Lisa yeah. Brown Miles? Not <laughs> actually did not know that. Oh, I didn't know it was her. Legal or Lisa name. Miles Brown. Right, Lisa right, right. Miles I Brown. Knew, I knew that. Yeah, yeah. Lisa Miles Dylan Brown. Miles. I'm Dylan Miles. Well, no I relation. do know that because she is uh, quite supportive on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so I see that mm-hmm. name. Thank you, Lisa. Thanks, Lisa. For your likes and retweets. Um, but yeah, so I did not know that. Yeah. But I had I, I went to dinner with some friends last night. They were all going to share. And they're like, why aren't you going? <laughs> like, blown away. And mm-hmm. I'm like, well, you know, I'm picking and choosing my concerts here. It's a lot of money. And I'm, you know, I don't know if I really want to go see yeah. Cher, but it looked like a great concert. Oh, it was a blast. It was yeah. good. And the opener was Nile Rodgers and Chic. So, you know, uh, Le Freak. Oh, yeah. So Chic. Le, so Chic. Yep. Le Freak. Yep. Freak. Yep. Okay, now I know. So, yeah, so you know that. Yeah. So they were the opener. And that was real nice. So, yeah, overall, big win Very on nice. Cher. Very nice. had a big weekend. Yeah. I'm a big fan of Cher now. And wow. so I had a really great birthday experience. It was good stuff. I'm glad. And, and thank you all so much for the old Forrester Rye. You're I've so I've already welcome. cracked it open. It's delicious. It was a little bit of a leap because, as you said at the top of the podcast, you usually go out of your way to say that you don't like rye. I know. But I think you really do. I, you're you're converting me. So yeah. like what I've learned in this time during sour, like we've been doing sour mash tours, is I need to venture outside my comfort zone a little bit. So you know, trying some more rise, and which you know, so that's something that we're trying out. And then yeah. also, if you mention, if you remember, we kind of mentioned it on the last podcast. We were going to uh, have our friends from the Central Kentucky Spirit Society over the other day. God and damn what a segue. <laughs> and they were going to do... class stuff right there. I, just, I saw I had, it coming and I knew... I had one in my we, head, but that was better than up. mine. Yeah, that was good. I'm sorry, guys. That no, was perfect. It's, yeah. it's, it's don't apologize for well, greatness. Well, hopefully but, we, you know, we still get our friends uh, on the podcast. But yeah, we had a great crew from the Central Kentucky Spirit Society over... What was it? A couple weekends ago? Yep. Was it last weekend? I don't even know what day it is. Um, <laughs> it was and, two weekends ago. Right. So we did Burn tonight. Yeah. Yeah. We mentioned it briefly on the last podcast. And we don't want to get too deep into it because we may still have our friends 
join in. But mm -hmm. yeah, it was awesome. We had, it was Burns Night, celebrate Robert Burns, mm -hmm. the uh, Scottish poet. Um, some poetry was read. Mm -hmm. They brought an amazing cheese and charcuterie spread. Unreal. Unreal. Yeah. And I say that as a connoisseur oh, yeah. of cheese and Danielle charcuterie. Danielle knows her charcuterie. Um, oh, yes. Um, <laughs> this was next level. It was next level. I was loving it. There was like six types of meats, oh, smoked salmon. Incredible. Because he said, oh, I'm going to bring a charcuterie plate. I'm like, do you? Yeah, you were a skeptic. I was. I was like, do you, do you need any other accoutrements? And he's like, no, 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 I got it. And he delivered. Well done, and it Matt. was incredible. Exceeded well done. Well done. Um, and then, of course, the scotch tasting was great. Um, I'm a big fan of scotch. And uh, I've actually got um, a mystery scotch in there to try. And I know give what a it little is. Feedback it's not a mystery. On. It's a mystery to me. Okay. But not uh -huh. to you. But it's my scotch. He poured it for me. <laughs> gotcha. You didn't so, have any of that night? It was in a brown bag. It was in a brown bag. I didn't have any that night. Mystery so, scotch. Anyway. So, so be hopefully exciting. coming soon on the podcast, we'll get a little breakdown um, for that. But yeah, it was a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. But you were talking a little bit about branching out mm -hmm. to try different bourbons. And I think the best way to do that is with a blind tasting, Ooh, personally. Look at that. We're just transitioning like a G today. Hitting the switches. <laughs> got to hit it. This is you, you got to learn the transitions if you want to be a podcaster. That's right. So, um, but I do truly believe that because as someone who, when we started Sour Mash Tours, I was just getting into bourbon and we did the, the Sour Mash 16 and... That was an excellent way for me to pick out some of the bourbons I truly liked because we've talked about this a lot, but these days with the marketing tactics and everyone else's opinion, a lot of times it's easy just to say, well, that's my favorite bourbon too. Um, but with a blind tasting, you really get to figure out what you like. And on March 2nd, which is a Saturday, we are very excited to be hosting a new event. It's called March Mashness. Mm -hmm. um, and it is a, a blind tasting um, bracket experience. So... These two dudes here are going to be against the grain at two o'clock. You're not coming. He says you're coming on Facebook. <laughs> I'll be there. <laughs> I'll be there. But these guys are leading a blind tasting of eight different spirits, I believe, eight yep. different bourbons, yep. um, and it's going to be a Seven lot of fun. Seven bourbons and one rye. We'll go ahead and. Oh, oh we're already. Ooh, we're going to throw it out there. Teasing Teaser. it. Teasing Teaser. it. Teaser. We're not going to name any names though. No, against we won't the name grain. Any names. Is... When you get there, we'll. Present the field. Yeah. Finish your thoughts. I was I was just gonna say against the grain is an awesome partner of ours, mm -hmm. and um, they've got a really great room that we're gonna be doing some tasting in. Um, I'm really excited for it. Against the grain appetizers will be served, um, and you guys are gonna do a blind tasting. So we've done these before, and they're always a huge hit. We've done them with a few people, but honestly, like I think it will be so much fun to lead a, a new group of people in a blind tasting, and you know, not a lot of people do that. It does actually take a lot of time and planning. Mm -hmm. And a lot of bourbon. Yeah. Um, so super excited about it. Yeah. And we're going to, when you get there, you'll see what is in the lineup, like what's on the bracket, but you're not going to see what the matchups are and you're not going to see the seeds and you won't know what you're tasting at any point. You're going to vote. You're going to try to guess which is which. If you guess the most, you'll get a nice prize from either Sour Mash Tours and or Against the Grain. They've offered up a, a pretty cool experience for yep. the best picker. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, we're uh, jacked about it. Also, I'm very excited about Sour Mash 16 on this podcast, which yeah, was the exception of this whole thing. We're going to bring it back. I've got great ideas for this bracket. Like I've, I've picked up some really good stuff lately, and I've, I'm already kind of curating the bracket for the Sour Mash 16 in my head. Yeah, that's really exciting. And I think that's going to, I like that that's going to be like a staple, you know, bringing that back every that's, year. That's a tradition. That's, yeah. Well, it will be a tradition. So does that mean I, like we've almost been doing this for a year? 
Yeah. I know it's crazy. Actually, That's yeah. crazy. We started out with with the Sour Mash 16. I mean, wasn't it was that last, it was like the middle of the tournament? Wasn't that so the whole, like the whole start of the podcast was like we should we should record yeah, let's this, do this. Mm-hmm. and we're like all right, well let's just do a podcast and well, now, you know if there are a few people who like to listen. Now to us here we are with two microphones. <laughs> and here we are. Two microphones and dozens of listeners. <laughs> this is the good life. Goals. A long way, Mama. We've made it. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so that's on uh, March 2nd at Against the Grain at 2 o'clock. You can find the event on Facebook, and you can also find it on Do 502 mm-hmm. um, if you're local or if you're not local um, to sign up. But, um, yeah, we look forward to that event. It's going to be amazing, hoping that we get some good signups for that. Um, but also, just in general, if you guys are looking for um, an experience for the Urban Bourbon Trail, let us know. We've been doing some amazing private events here in the cold winter weather. You would think that... We're not really doing much of anything, which, you know, people, I wouldn't think they want to walk around downtown. Yeah. There will always weather, be people that want to drink. There are people mm-hmm. who want to do it. and Maybe done, even more so during the winter. Maybe even more so. The bourbon will keep you warm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, yeah. So if you guys are looking for a custom experience, we have some amazing partners where you get to do fun things like throw axes. Mm-hmm. Um, tons of great bars and restaurants. And the urban distilleries have been awesome. So uh, hit us up. SourMashTours.com. Yeah, absolutely. I'm actually getting um, texts right now from our friend Quincy Kendall from Chicago, and he sent me a picture of this old Forester ride. Uh, hit the Chicago market. Hit the so Chicago market. Seeing if we tr- seeing if we tried it out. Yeah. Nice. So Quincy, by the time you listen to this, you have had it, and it's good. So it's and good. We are, we are drinking it right now. <laughs> Just for you, bud. Yep. So I'm actually going after this um, to Silver Dollar. Uh, Larry Rice posted all over in any bourbon group that I'm a member of on Facebook yesterday. He's offering up like some really high-end stuff uh, for tasting either one ounce or a half ounce. And he's pouring it at cost. Oh, wow. So he's got everything from like uh, Pappy 15 for $15 an ounce. Uh, Michter's 25, which is hmm. like a bottle that goes for like $4,000 on the secondary market. Unreal. Shout out to Michter's for opening up yeah. officially oh, for sure. Fort Nelson yeah. Distillery yeah. downtown. I'm excited about that. Uh, the Michter's 25 for like, I think, $28. And what I really want to try, because this is a bottle I'll never see or I'll never even um, have a chance to taste again, is this stuff called OFC, which Buffalo Trace put out as like an homage to. Uh, the original distillery that E.H. Taylor opened, and there was a 1989 distilled one and a 93 distilled one. And at first, they just released this like less than a thousand bottles that all went to charitable organizations to au- to auction off. Hmm. And they did a secondary release. It's still very very limited, but he's pouring that as well. It costs. So I'm gonna go do a little flight of uh, premium bourbons after this with nice. my friend Marty, who had the Super Bowl party on Sunday. Fantastic. Well, we're gonna have to talk about that the next time we get together, right? Absolutely. All right, so we better let you get to drinking, right? I think so. I'm not trying to cut anything short, but we've got... Not that he's not drinking right now. 30 minutes and 45 seconds in. That's on the shorter range. It's on a shorter range, but you know what? We we don't have a guest. Really didn't have much to talk about. These people have things to do. (laughs) They're like, be done. Get on with your life. So we we shall be done. So um, that being said, guys, thanks so much for listening again. Uh, You can check us out. Uh, We are Sour Mash Tours. Check us out www.sourmashtours.com uh, at sourmashtours on all forms of social media uh, come and have a drink with us so until next time guys cheers cheers, cheers.